0: Hello, Sexy Sunday. It's the best day of the week because I get to share a convo with you about sex, relationships, and being the most free and confident version of yourself. I'm big on making my own rules and normalizing these kinds of conversations because I believe that the more we talk about it, the better sex we're all going to have because it'll be more educated and hornier. We walk around and hardly broach this topic in our normal lives, but I'm trying to change that. This is storytelling that's entertaining as hell, that will leave you laughing and gasping, introducing ideas that'll change you and break you open to celebrating your sexy self. Come with a curious head and brave heart, and let's play. I'm Bonnie Weeks, and this is gonna be fun. The podcast you're about to listen to is from a series called Let's Talk About Sex. The series was originally hosted on my other podcast, Yoga Strong, The Practice of Paying Attention, where I began to realize that, in the definition of yoga being the practice of paying attention, that I really can talk about anything. And I wanted to start having these conversations around sex. That's how this current podcast was born, was because I started to do this series as a monthly thing with my friend Taylor. So bringing those podcasts here to allow you to enjoy them again or enjoy them for the first time. Welcome. Okay. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. This is Bonnie. And today I am kicking off something that is brand new for the podcast. And I'm not doing it alone. I have my friend Taylor here. Taylor Reineke, uh She's from We Met Through Instagram. And we're going to give you the the background and of our story together today as we kick off this new series where she's going to show up every month with me. And we're going to talk about sex. Welcome, Taylor.
1: Hey, I'm so excited to be here. And I just want to say thank you for just trusting me as a friend and a collaborator to do this with you. I'm super excited.
0: Oh my gosh. I have been wanting to do this for so long and we've been talking about this for a long time. We have. Yeah, we have. (laughs) And we're finally making it happen. And I love that it's during this time with with COVID and so much change in the world, it, it kind of, it does make sense to like continue to, be like, oh, okay, what else can change? What else can change? And to really have these conversations be kind of an opportunity to kind of explore that. Exactly.
1: I think there's been so much, um, so many conversations happening right now, just as what you were saying around normalization. And I think this is just a great added bonus to let's start normalizing the conversations that we have around sex.
0: Yeah. As we begin, um, if you're listening here, if you haven't listened before, you're finding us um, you know, fairly recently, we are not putting ourselves out there as we begin this series of talking about sex as um, trained sex educators, as sexologists, as people who have gone to school for this. This is purely going to be our reflection as um, women identifying human beings who are parents who have had... Um, you know, each of our own stories of our upbringing and our continued kind of exploration in the world. Is there anything else you would add to that, Taylor? Um, no, I really just want to
1: say I love that you took the time to name that because I do want to just emphasize, like this is just us having a conversation, really inviting you all to have the conversation with us. So, um, like Bonnie stated, we're not experts. Um, this is not our field of expertise. However, we are deeply passionate about it, and. Yeah um so we're probably going to make mistakes through this conversation and maybe say some things that um could be problematic or maybe offend somebody and i just want to say like we're here for that conversation um we're here to learn we're here to grow and um so if you're listening and you want to like be a part of this conversation like reach out to us contact us maybe like thread in things that you want to talk about so that we can keep this um real and
0: honest and authentic yeah I love that real honest authentic relevant for for a listener so if you're listening to this and you're like oh I really want to hear people talk more about you know whatever it is like we want to talk about things We (laughs) we have talked about things we have um long ass Marco Polo's that we send yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we have told each other lots of stories. And um, Taylor is one of the people in my life who I can trust with any freaking mm. thing.
1: And same to you. Same, same, same.
0: Yeah. And so this is, if you're listening, this is where you're coming into our relationship. We're inviting you in on our yeah. conversations and the way that um, I know for me, uh, I mean, regardless of talking about sex too, but life and the way that all of it threads together, you know, it's, it's the conversations we have with other people around some of these big topic things where we're able to call each other out or call each other in or expand on the ideas or be able to riff off each other that it's those conversations I walk away from I'm like oh yes like this is it and it gives me more things that I just constantly get to think about all the time and and I take into my yoga teaching I take into parenting and mm-hmm. I feel like the conversations I have with you are those type of conversations.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that cuz I feel the same exact way.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: I call them the real conversations when you can just, you have like an unspoken pact where it's like when you're having this conversation with this person, you know that uh, everything is on the table, nothing is taken off. And there's such a deep level of respect that everything comes from a space of love, regardless if you were saying it's a call in or a call out, it's because we know that we can do hard things and we know that we're here to grow and expand together.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I, I think I would give. Actually, do have, have two things in mind. One of them is there was a, a, invitation recently to say in this creative group that I'm a part of, and they said, imagine yourself like imagine it's a hundred years from now, and, you know, there's a celebration of you as somebody who has brought something to the world, and and what is it that you'd want to be celebrated for. Ooh, that's a fantastic question. Right? (laughs) And and it was like on the spot, I I was with a partner and I had to like answer. I'm like, oh my gosh, what would I bring? Like, is there like, there's not a poem, you know, I love to write poems and talk about things, but I was like, what would it be if like, if it could be celebrated to bring to the world? And the thing that I said, actually, I was that like, just came to me. I was just like, 100% honesty. Like, Mm. if I could be celebrated as a person who was like, let's bring 100 more honesty to our world to our conversations where we're like right in it together and if that would be the thing that would be celebrated for because people are like oh i'm i am here for for all of these things all these conversations and willing to say what you mean and mean what you say and show up with all the people if that were the case what a different world we live in and that's what this is right so yeah
1: Yeah. And I, I love that. I love that so much honesty and also a level of humility. Like I think Mm -hmm. we speak so much about just detaching from our ego. So, and I think it's super relevant when you're talking about the call in or the call out in conversations is really allowing yourself to be honest with each other, but be honest with yourself and own Mm -hmm. the truth in every single comment sentence story relationship you know own your truth in it like not everything that you hear from people has to be true but there there could be some layer of it and what is your truth in that so
0: that's what i love and the word i think of that is like be generous like be generous with like where uh, with other people and with like your, your your honest truth too like you gotta yeah be able to see all those sides and um I think I think real quick I want to tell this, a short story where I had a situation and maybe we'll get to it on this in our series somewhere <laughs> but I had this situation where I was telling Taylor um about a particular circumstance where I felt hurt or where I wanted to, um, I was asking her a question of whether I should reach out to a person or not, and her knowing the the circumstances of that, and she responded back to me after a little bit, and and you know this is all Marco Polo, so there's a little bit of a, a gap between it, and she said, Bonnie, is it because you're hurt? Like, are you sure that this is the right time to to reach out, or? Like, are you really hurt or is it because like you're actually feeling anger and shame? And she said those words and I was like, oh, actually, that's what it is. I have more work to do. And it's not the right time. It was like more self-serving for me mm-hmm. to like reach out to those people at that time. It wasn't out of love and compassion. And so for for you to have said, like, is this because you're feeling shame around something and some because of something or feeling anger because of the situation? And then that's not the appropriate time to then be like, you can't. You, there's not enough space then to be able to hold for somebody else in that moment and be generous right, yes. to them and their story. And so I loved... I loved that moment. Cause I was like, Oh yeah. And I think it gave me a whole other reference around, around shame in my own life and how I process that. And I, yeah. So as an example of calling in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that because it's been, I mean, and that's not just like, you know, that it's a two way street between you and I, and mm-hmm. I think I have a really good friend of mine and she calls herself a blind spot hunter. And mm-hmm. I love that because and i've kind of like adapted it <laughs> on my own because we can't see what we can't see and when mm-hmm. you have a person that you trust so much and that they can be a second set of eyes for you or a second set of ears and excavate maybe a blind spot that you didn't know existed within you and yes. And then you have that gift to take it forward into further interactions and relationships and conversations.
0: Yes. So that is why I'm here with Taylor. Because you know, I could talk about sex. I enjoy talking about sex, but having somebody else to check in with that we have to be like, oh, wait a second, are we said that are you sure you said that right? And to dive into conversations coming from differing experiences. And maybe we'll have other guests on with the two of us as well. Like there's, there's, you know, we're making up the rules. So, (laughs) but I want to, um, actually I would love Taylor for you to give just a short snippet of what you're doing in the world, what you're excited about right now. Um, and just to kind of give a small intro.
1: Yeah. So, um, I live in Sacramento and I am currently a yoga teacher. I've been teaching yoga for just about 10 years now. And, um, honestly, with everything that's been happening with COVID, um, those of you who either are a practitioner of yoga or a teacher yourself, I'm sure you can relate that there's been a huge shift and having to, you know, recalibrate how, what teaching looks like, uh, has given me an opportunity to kind of self-reflect. And I, I feel like I'm not alone in this. Uh, I feel like I've shared this with a lot of people and they have kind of echoed that same sentiment. And so I say that because that's leading into like what I'm super passionate right now. I'm actually completing my certification to become a doula. And wow. um, yeah, and I'm super, it's been something I've been wanting to do since I my own birthing experience. And just kind of with timing with my son, he's now 14 and it just works out to, um, it works out and all things are kind of slowly starting to come into my life that are aligning with that. So I'm kind of making a slight career shift (laughs) right now, Mm. Um, but it all centers around something that I'm truly, truly passionate about is um, holding slash hosting space for women. And um, I've always enjoyed facilitating women's workshops, workshops, I've done projects, art projects that are based around women. And it's something I feel, I ha- when I grew up, I didn't have a, a great relationship with women just like it throughout high school and college. Um, and it wasn't until I met a dear friend of mine who is another one of those like ride or dies in my life and have taught me how a relationship can look like with a woman and I had just no idea. You know I just always thought it was kind of catty and and superficial and when I met her she just blew the lid off of that and like busted through the glass ceiling and was like no this is what a real like friendship can look like and after that I just wanted to create those spaces and help create those spaces for other women and being able to be like a pillar in a woman's journey through childbirth is just something that I think is a next level experience for me So that's kind of where I'm at right now.
0: (laughs) Oof, yes, yes. You know, when I was a kid, I said I wanted to either be a teacher or an OB. Ooh, yeah. So I'm like, am I going to teach at school or I'm going to deliver babies? And then I took a first anatomy class at college and I was like, oh my gosh, I would have to memorize Like approximately one million (laughs) little body parts, but I really should have stuck with because, Mm -hmm. or not even necessarily that, but like something in that vein because, um, I did love it. And I oh, yeah. I'm here. So I'm a teacher and I talk about the body. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it actually, actually, like if I take that younger version of me and be like, oh, mm-hmm. what I wanted to do actually exists in a different way in me that I didn't expect, but it's still exactly. there.
1: Exactly. Well, and I think you and I have talked about that, like just even with my teaching, how it's like shifting. And I'm like, I always yes. thought I would be a yoga teacher. And now it's probably going to shift a little bit differently and gear more around like prenatal and postnatal.
0: And, yes. Um, well, and the definition of you know yoga, and even and, you know, at the beginning of this podcast, where in my intro I was, like talked about yoga is the practice of paying attention, exactly. and how much attention that women going to childbirth, and and as a doula that you'll be able to help guide them in, and like what is the practice of yoga there, and it's all it. It's all it.
1: It's, it's, all all it. it. <laughs> it's all it. I
0: love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for that, and. For listeners, we are going to give you a short snippet of kind of some background of our story, of meeting, and then, you know, we'll jump into more things as we as we go forward then. But uh, Instagram land continues to provide amazing people, <laughs> <laughs> and, and this was one of those experiences. I don't know if I found you first or you found me first. I, I actually think we found each other through a mutual friend. Maybe, maybe on
1: Instagram. Yeah.
0: yeah. I just know that I saw your page and you were like, I think one of the images in my head is in specific that if I can think of is where you were like in child's pose naked on top of your dresser. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I know that one. Like, I mean, this was years ago, right? Yeah. That one, or I think there's one where you're naked in your chair, I was naked a lot. I was
1: naked a lot. I know.
0: I, I know. <laughs> Maybe that, this is already just like, oh, who is this person that's like taking these these interesting? Like, I think I'm always fascinated by shapes, like the body, and watching people move is oh. one of my favorite things. And, and I so, think as that's a like yoga what teacher, together, oh, yeah, I know. like I love it. And so I think seeing you explore. Creativity and art, artistry—I would say—in the Good. way that you were taking pictures and and threading words together, just totally spoke to me. So I was like, okay, now I, now I follow Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know I had family that lived in uh, a family that lives down in the Sacramento area, and so we were going to go down and visit them. I reached out to Taylor. I was like, hey, let's meet up. And did we do pictures yeah, so the first time? I think. Yeah, we did. We
1: did. In the Buddha um, pants? mm -hmm. We did it in the Buddha pants. Yeah, because you just texted me and you were like, hey, I'm coming into town. And it was you had a very short window. And so we were like, let's just get the camera and go. And we walked around um, here in Sacramento. There's a place that's like old Sacramento. And we just walked around and it's got like little like, uh, you know, like pockets in the corners and Mm -hmm. little places Mm -hmm. that you can find for which are wonderful for photography. So I remember we just set up the camera, and
0: yeah,
1: people would be walking by. Like what are you there doing was there
0: was the guy who sat and watched us and folded yeah. paper flowers for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. So that trip, and then um, it was that same trip though that we then got together. Also, you were going to a spin class or come from yes. a spin class. Yes. And then we met up with another yoga friend and did dinner together. Also that trip. And yeah. I know for me at that time because that was several years ago, and I wasn't yeah. teaching as many public classes. I was teaching for the people, but I wasn't teaching as much as you know I have been you know now in these last couple of years. And I think I felt so included. I felt so honored to be with you and this other teacher where I had less experience teaching mm. at that time and that you were just like, it doesn't matter. Like you felt so inclusive to me mm. even back then.
1: I I still believe that. Like I had a really powerful experience when I first started teaching yoga. I think I would. I was like a year or two years in like baby fresh and I remember this very seasoned yoga teacher came to take my class and I kid you not I thought I was going to that feeling where you think you're gonna die like you just like (laughs) like you literally are like this is it I'm probably gonna poop my pants I might vomit I might like like I'm gonna die and I clearly he could see it on my face and I was in the back of the room and he was like are you okay and I was like Uh, no. I was like, I I don't know what I could teach you that you don't already know. Like, why are you here? Mm -hmm. I literally said that. I was like, what am I going to teach you that you don't already know? And he said everything. He was like, I've never met Mm -hmm. you. I've never taken your yoga class. And he was like, yeah, the postures are the same, but he's like, anything that you say or all that energy that you bring as an individual into this class, I have never experienced in my life. And
0: Mm. And he's mm. like,
1: and if I can't learn from that, what kind of teacher am I? Oh, and my gosh. I was like, it humbled me. Like, I mean, it literally, one, it gave me the encouragement that I needed to teach that class. And then, two, it just gave me this beautiful perspective. It was a gift, mm. like one of those little nuggets that you hold in your heart forever that anytime Like, I don't think, yes, like, okay, you, you get maybe more comfortable teaching in front of people as the years progress, Um, the nerves subside a little bit, you know, uh, your education on anatomy and structuring of classes and all that stuff is, you know, expanded over time and years, but people bring something unique to every single room they enter and it makes them an individual. And if we can't see that, I always remember that line. Like if I can't see that and learn that, what kind of, mm. what kind of teacher what kind of student am I? So.
0: Oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. And, you know, I, I, when I coach and um, work with other yoga teachers and so I'm doing flow school online and, and we'll take other teachers classes and one of the things i say to them too is that you know i could just like you like we could just make up and do any practice we want at home yeah. And so if I'm taking the time to come, like I want your energy. I want whatever like it doesn't matter if I know how to do it or not. It doesn't matter if there's zero handstands or if we're just like rolling around on the floor. Like I've done yeah. I've gone to restorative class. Yeah. We never sat up the whole time. Yeah. And it was amazing. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So so I if I'm going there, I just want whatever you want to give me. And I could do anything by myself, but that's not why I came. I came for you and your experience and your tone and your energy and the way that you cue it and what makes you excited. Oh, yeah. And just like a human being and like that generosity that he said, it just gave me the whole tingles. Like like I've never experienced that before. Yeah, And And what are you? Yeah.
1: yeah, It's like, what are you? Like, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. It's still when I tell that story, I could get my heart like literally i feel it in my heart because it was such a moment of it was just those yeah, those little nuggets that will forever shape you as a human being and it forever shaped me as a teacher and it kept me rooted and grounded like you said like mm-hmm. and especially when you know like the teacher put in time like they made if they played music they made that playlist if they're mm-hmm. you know teaching to a peak posture or whatever, they took the time. And so it's like for you to come in and and not you, you, but just the, you know, general that you. Person. Yeah. To come in and think that you can't learn from that. It's like, I think it's kind of dismissive of all of that hard work and energy yeah. and love that they are curating for you.
0: Yeah. Well, and I love that one word. What, what can I, what can I teach you that you don't know? And he's like, everything.
1: everything i don't he's like i don't know you and i'm like oh my god you're right like i could say something and i could share a story or like you know and like we all interpret the practice of yoga differently and so we'll all bring (sighs) our own
0: little nuggets yeah and i I think that's what's beautiful about even these conversations that you and i are creating and that we really want input from anybody who's listening that it is like we have everything to learn yeah, exactly. everything to learn and we can't do this on our own. We need each other. Like we freaking need each other in the world in order to learn the things. Like we cannot do it alone.
1: Yeah. And it's so funny um, that you said that we can't do it alone because like you, we have, I have my lived experience. You have your lived experience. I've been so mm-hmm. lucky that you have been so generous to share with me your lived experience and vice versa. But it's like you and I, could learn so much from anybody out there listening Mm -hmm. who wants to write in and be like, Hey, here's my story or here's this. And it's like, that's another lived experience that we get to take with us. And, and the more we know, again, like, I think the more we share our stories, it just creates like that web of connection. And the more we are listening to other people's stories, to listen and to really hear what they have to say and appreciate their own lived experience. It just makes us better people. And then yeah. we inherently can do better.
0: Right. It, and it, it's a conversation that is, we want with other people, you know, that it's, it's us and it's others. And, and it is an expansion of how we are able to show up more aware in the world together. Exactly. Oh. Okay. So from this Sacramento visit, like we visited, we had that, and then, um, and we've done that a couple times now. But in in all of that, you also started 2018. Uh, was it 2018? You did Women Rise Wednesday. Um, I think it was 2018. Yeah. Yeah,
1: 2017. To the, no,
0: 2018. Yeah. I think it was 2018. So Taylor started Women Rise Wednesday, and so she started taking pictures with her and another. Um, female-identify, woman-identifying person with uh, with an intention behind the picture. Do you want to give a quick summary or, ex- yeah. or, or experience yeah. with
1: that? Yeah. So Women Rise Wednesday started exactly what I was just talking about. I love hearing people's stories. I I learn so much. Those are the books I'm drawn to. Those are the podcasts I'm drawn to. Those are the people that I'm drawn to are ones that are so generous with their stories and their lived experience. And, um, I just, I wanted to hear other humans who identify as women, their stories. And so I just started it with the help of, um, my partner who's a photographer. And I was like, I just, I put a thing out there on Instagram. I was like, Hey, here is this idea that I want to do. And, um, so it'll be, I just, it was every Wednesday, Women Noise Wednesday, and I would post a photograph with myself and another human who I identified as a woman um, who either I knew in real life or um, met, like you said, via Instagram or something who just inspired me. And I wanted to uplift and support our differences. I wanted them to have an opportunity to share their story, and it just kind of took off it started as like women in my life who inspired me and then it just like really snowballed into something beautiful where women were just reaching out, sharing their stories of um, battling cancer or um, losing a child or, um, you know, sexual assault or any kind of thing that they just wanted to share their story. And we would meet and we would talk um, and then we would take a photograph. And it was kind of, sometimes it was really curated. Sometimes it was just a moment that was captured. And most of the time, it was right around the time where there was like the nippling, nipple censoring wave in Instagram. Do you remember that? Where it was just like, yeah. So um, the whole thing was we were topless in these photos. And it was done um, really tastefully and artistic and beautifully and just honoring the human form of, of the body. And making it you know just kind of normalizing that conversation around nudity around being topless and that it didn't always have to be sexualized it could be this beautiful connection that happens between ourselves and our bodies between if we're in a you know a relationship a partnership a friendship and displaying that for people to see and witness and then i would talk with these each person that i took a photograph with and I ended up writing um, a text, a caption that kind of encapsulated the moment that we had together without sharing their stories, because um, it wasn't my sh- story to share, but kind of the lesson and the experience that I learned from talking with them.
0: Mm. It was so beautiful to follow that, to see it, to witness these other stories. And to I remember some of them that were hard And her Mm. situations and some of them were very beautiful and all of it learning like all of it learning yeah
1: it was such an amazing experience i'm so forever grateful for it and i'm just forever grateful for each and every person who participated with there was such a level of trust there was Mm. such a level of trust and um that's something that i don't want to ever take for granted is when people allow you to photograph them or they allow you to hear their story is that level of trust that mm. is just um, it's a gift. And it's one of those things I will forever and always be grateful when someone is like, Oh, I want to show you my story, or I want to tell you this. I'm like, I'm here for it.
0: Right? When I think that It is the telling of stories that brings us together. And that's, you know, if you go back to you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, what is it? We're just telling stories. And and that that's what humanizes us is the storytelling that we have between each other. And like that's the lesson like in action. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. Yes. But I remember like all that whole time, I was like, Taylor, I want to take a picture with you. But like, I'm in, I'm in Portland. I was like, we need to do with plants. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Or like naked plants. Naked and (laughs) plants. So I had been photographed. So we'll go to this past year. Um, Last, so 2019, March for me, I did a nude photography session with a woman named Vicky who is also amazing. She's been on the podcast and she's made a whole documentary about clits called me and her. She like is this Aussie lady who is so inviting and delightful. Like, oh, she's a ball of sunshine. And um, I had taken pictures with her and then I had my retreat coming up and I had reached out to Taylor and I was like, Hey, like you, you know, 100% like you do not have to come, but I have this retreat. And Taylor also is um, leads sound baths and she has all of her, her bowls and will play that. And you have, a, oh, you have a gong too, right? Yes. Yes, they do. The and chimes and yeah. <laughs> right. And so I asked her if she would, um, if she would consider coming to treats and, and giving that as a, as an offering. And, you know, having thinking on that, uh, she said, yes. And it was such a gift. And I think hosting a retreat and, and being a person who is on and I, and Taylor's done retreats as well, who you're holding the space for people. I know for me as, as a retreat leader, um, it is, it's a magical thing I think to be in person with people mm. over that extended couple of days, like it's, you oh, might just have the tingles that, you know? and, and, <laughs> But by, by inviting Taylor to have that, come and lead that moment, I could set it all down for a moment and I could be in it too because she would, would, I knew that she could hold that space and lead the group. And it was such a gift to me in that as well. And, you know, us having our relationship as we do, um, it was beautiful. Like it was, mm. I, I was so grateful.
1: That retreat was so beautiful and so wonderful. I loved it. It was, it was perfect.
0: And then we got to take we're naked good. photos. <laughs> and then, yes, then my friend Jess, I was like, oh my gosh, let's do naked photos on the beach. And everybody left <laughs> and, and had, you know, we were done with the retreat and Tyler and I went down to the beach and my friend Jess, um, took pictures of us on the beach naked And, you know, it was great because (laughs) there was one point we looked down the beach and we're like, are those some people down there? Yeah, yeah. And we're like, okay, they're too far away. We can't tell if they're clothed or not, so it's fine. And they got closer and I'm like, they can, like, I can tell that they're clothed now. So they can probably tell that we're not clothed. And we're like, okay, we'll take a couple more. (laughs) And then, like, eventually we're like, okay, they can definitely see us. So we put on our shirt and our underwear. And then there's, like, the three, like, 12-year-old boys that are standing next to each other like, looking at us as they walk by
1: (laughs) we're like hi guys (laughs) and we're literally my mind is like oh man i just gave those parents something really complicated now to talk with their kids about (laughs) if you are having a conversation with your children now around nudity you are i just Mm -hmm. we just we Mm -hmm. just prompted that for that family
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. but that experience was so beautiful and Jess did an amazing job she is uh, an artist herself and yes. so she had a vision of, of you know helping us you know kind of play in that space together and you and I were excited to finally do it after talking for years about taking pictures together And it's the freaking ocean. (laughs) So it really doesn't matter because the ocean is there. And that's so joy filled. I know, at least for me. It was so powerful. Yeah. And there's something about
1: one, just being naked with somebody and taking photos is extremely vulnerable. Um, Mm -hmm. We've done a few now too together with other people. Um, And that first moment, it's like, you kind of just, it's like, it's like when you were a little kid, and you meet somebody for the first time, you kind of like have to just size them up and be like, oh, okay, that's what you look like. And it's the same thing when you're naked. You're like, oh, okay, that's what you look like naked. Okay, moving on. Right.
0: <laughs> and, it like, and it doesn't matter. And there's almost yeah. like no. in in the willingness to see other people nude. And, and we have done a project since then where there was seven of us nude.
1: Of
0: mm-hmm. different then- genders, yeah. Yeah, different genders and with a very uh and everybody coming knowing that we were taking some artistic picture together and figuring that out. And and there's just something really beautiful about it. Um, in that it is like the shedding of being like, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be my myself here in my body, yeah. and this other person is one hundred percent gonna be in their body, and we're gonna be here together in it. And there's just something very acknowledging and honoring about each other's personhood
1: yeah it really does I always like believe like our skin like our our bodies they hold our stories and Mm -hmm. and just even that like just the shedding of the clothes and allowing someone to see you in your personhood in your story is it's such a gift and then also there's just that layer of like once you see somebody naked you're just like oh okay like (laughs) you know it's like
0: it's just—it can like, be more erotic to have clothes on than off, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really you're kind of like, oh, okay, that's that's
0: that's your body, and, and-, yeah, and I, I think though the part where you're saying like our skin really does hold our stories, and you know, I'm exploring. Um, training and uh in a a type of meditation called kindred meditation and it's talking about movement and the way that stories are held in our body and we can talk more about that later but and i think of that often within yoga and and why we move and why does yoga make a difference and and looking around if you're walking in the grocery store even today and look around at people and the way that they move in their bodies everybody moves different and the stories that we have in us, the experience we have in us, they affect the way that we live, yeah. the way we stand. Um, the things we think about our bodies affects the way that that you hold yourself and, yep. and it's in our bodies. And so the willingness to show our bodies to other people and to let them honor us mm. of what we think about our bodies and say, what do I have to teach you? Everything.
1: Yeah, everything. everything. It all comes back to that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We have that. So, Yeah. That's this it. Is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is a snippet of our story um, of us together and we are, oh, I'm so excited. Like, I'm just so excited <laughs> that we finally are this doing is, this. I know. It's <laughs> so rad. It's so rad. And really getting that that vulnerable, like the way that we've, like, we've gotten naked together, we have you know, in, in more ways than just our skin mm-hmm. and that that is what this, this kind of space that we want to hold conversations for is that exploration of vulnerability and of honoring and of acknowledgement and of ownership mm-hmm. and allowing each other the space to navigate our own growth and learning. Yeah. 100%. And I, I am in for this. I am so in
1: for it. I'm here for it. I'm so excited. And I'm just so grateful that one, our lives cross, that two, we continue to grow our friendship and that now we're just diving further and further and deeper into this um, excavation of self and growing as human beings together.
0: Amen. Okay. As we end here, Taylor, if people want to connect with you, where's the best place to connect with you?
1: Um, I would say the best place is Instagram and you can just find me at T Reinecke. And it's, I've got like in the bio, you can connect it to my website and find out where I'm going to be teaching and what I'm going to be up to. Uh, But for right now, that's going to be the best place to find
0: me on Instagram. Perfect. And yeah. you can find me on the gram, of course. And if you have anything, any stories you want to share, any topics that you would love for us to talk about, um, any sort of response to this, feel free to email me at hello at bonnieweeks.com. And um always welcome to leave any sort of rating and review for the podcast. We would love that, and cannot wait to share more stories and talk about sex. Yeah. I love it. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, We will talk to y'all soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for getting your sexy on with me today. Hearing what you loved, what you learned, or what you're going to share with your lover makes me so damn happy. You can jump on my weekly sexy Sunday email. You can find that link in the show notes and we can connect through there. And It would super turn me on if you left a rating and review about how much this podcast is giving you life until next time.